<laughs> Three, two, one. Twice, Twice a week, week podcast, episode five. <laughs> did you do a two and a three? I did five. Okay. A ten? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's two fives. <laughs> that was good. Did you do the two and the three? No. I thought you were being super like intelligent. No. Brain doesn't work that fast. Had to just go for the fives. Okay. Oh yeah, oh, yeah you do. Yes. Okay. Why? <laughs> we're just going right in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. We don't have a shout out we wanted to do in the beginning or anything. Dude, shout out to. Dude, shout out to you guys. Shout out to you guys. Nice pulley. Thanks for listening. Nice. But all right, let's do it. Why do we have a seam going down the middle of our nut sacks? <laughs> oh my! I don't know. You, so you do too. Question. Every, yeah, no, everyone does. I don't know. It's like whoever created us yeah. finished at the ball sack. Like they did everything. <laughs> like they put on our skin, you know, over the skeleton, over all the meat. Yeah. And then at the very end, they just like took a zipper and whoop, and then just pulled the zipper off. Yep. And that's what we have. You might be onto something. What is it? Why? I look at it every day. (laughs) (laughs) I I do look at it every day. Do you know what the medical term is called for that? Do you? No. Time to get good at Google. It's going to be something ridiculous. Damn, we got make sure you're smooth, dude. I got to edit this one. (laughs) 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 Do do, do you know? (laughs) (laughs) How should I word this? Help me. Ball sack seam scientific scientific <laughs> name. <laughs> Scrotum Wikipedia. Scrotum Wikipedia. That sh- they should have it. They're gonna work double. The scrotum or scrotal sac is an anatomical male reproductive structure located at the base of the penis that consists of a suspended dual-chambered sac of skin. Oh, I have it right no, I have it right here. It's called the perennial rafe. R A P H E. The perennial rafe is a visible line or ridge of tissue on the human body that extends from the anus through the perineum. Fantastic. So, it almost sounds like a like a car, <laughs> like a Rolls Royce, <laughs> Rafe, the perennial Rafe, dude, yeah. or like a like some starship in a <laughs> in a sci-fi movie. <laughs> Get back to the perennial Rafe. <laughs> Wait, but can we talk about? Can we talk about? Oh God. That, don't I don't even want. I don't want. Yeah, don't look at this. Uh, what what's with the dual chambered thing? Is your sack dual chambered? That's why what? I stopped. I stopped all searching for. It's, it's this is just Wikipedia scrotum. What do you mean? That's du- all wait, it is. What do you mean? Is my the, sack listen, dual listen to this. Chambered. The scrotum or scrotal sac is an anatomical male reproductive structure located at the base of the penis that consists of a suspended dual chambered sac of skin and smooth muscle. Dual chambered. Yeah, there's like a. I think there's like some something going of it that separates the two. 
I'm pretty sure. To prevent twisted testicles? Yeah, you, yeah. How easily does your nut go into your body when you're masturbating? Like, does it happen every time? <laughs> no, I, that does not happen so, almost ever. I don't think that's ever happened. Last week, sometimes, I was beating it pre-shower, <laughs> and I got in the shower. I was standing up, and my nut was still in my stomach, and I had to bloop. That's not. And it popped down into my sack. Do you think that's because I had an inguinal hernia once? That's exactly why. That's not good. That should not happen. Really? It's not supposed to happen. I, that's not ever happened to me. That's, that's never happened to me. I would maybe we just have different anatomical makeups. I would freak out. I, it didn't hurt at all. That's yeah. I think I think the hernia. Like if it's not, if it doesn't hurt, it ain't gonna burst, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I busted both of my nuts. So I. <laughs> yeah. Remember, what? remember when I got super big? Yeah. So I took. I fucked up my hormones. By taking these supplements and stuff, I trained really hard for eight months. I got up to like 220 pounds, <laughs> and I was deadlifting. Or no, sorry, I was shrugging. Let's I'll, put like, the picture up of us over there. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Look yeah, at yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, an ape. A true ape. <laughs> Not looking good at all, but I was strong. The only time I was happy was when I was in the gym. Everywhere else, I was just kind of fat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? So, I was doing these shrugs. Four, like four plates, like yeah. very, you know, they weren't full range of motion, but it was, uh, uh, mm -hmm. and I just felt it, just my nut, like, <laughs> that was the craziest, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to enhance that, I'm, I'm bumping the mic, I'm putting my feet on it, oh we're my sorry. we're getting, we're getting better though, I feel like, yeah. I'm doing this, yeah. I'm sorry for doing, we're going to be better, every episode will be better, mm -hmm. I'm trying to stay here, I'm trying to not hold it, right, 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 best. yeah, I love touching it, that yeah. feels good, mm -hmm. um, Ooh. So, uh, my nut busted. So, you know, like a varicose vein, like yeah. that people get on their legs, those that yeah, yeah, those old ladies yeah. get that's like purple. Mm -hmm. So, that's what's on. You can feel it. There's two humps on my left nut and one on my right nut where the pressure, I was forcing blood into my sack so much from straining, from trying to impress my trainer, that it just had nowhere to go and it escaped in these little bulbs out of my nut sack. And I thought I had testicular cancer because we're right in the pocket for that, you know? Yeah. So I went to the urologist, and Indian guy, super nice, fondling my sack. Way too close to my age to be touching my sack, though. You blew your balls out. I don't like that. Weights. Yeah, he's like, man, you just blew your balls out. You blew your balls out lifting weights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't fuck around in there. That's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good lord. And I have someone who. Oh my we God. need to look that up. We need to look it up. Like someone who does medical stuff, let us know that if you have the hernia thing, I feel like once that happens, that's something. Once it happens once, it's good. It's like more. It's like a concussion. Yeah, that's exactly. It. Especially because I didn't go to the hospital, I pushed it back in myself. Mm. So like I felt a part of my intent. So an inguinal hernia, from what I understand, is <laughs> part of your intest <laughs> part of your intestine falls into your sac biome. Oh. And you have to push it back in. How is that even possible? <laughs> from <coughs> yeah, the same thing. It's from lifting. It's the same thing. It's crazy to think that there's just an open avenue there for that to happen. Yeah, you know, like anything you, could get in there. Yeah, that's crazy. What if you shit into your own ball? <laughs> yeah, dude. No, you can't because that's where okay. pee is stored. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be mixing them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Gosh. What else about that? 
Oh, the before the Indian guy started touching my nuts, the ultrasound. Yeah. Was so awkward. Oh, was it a was it a guy or a girl? It was a female. Oh no. She was older, but she had been doing it like twenty years, so she knew how to make you feel comfortable and everything. But yeah. she wasn't very clear on how I needed to sit. So, there is this chair that is like a lounger, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Okay, so you're gonna you just just get them down to like your knees, you know. You don't have to go all the way down, honey." Yeah. And she gives me a washcloth to fold my dick up onto my stomach and put the washcloth over my dick so that it's just balls, which is funny looking. You know, so <laughs> okay. that, you know what I'm saying. So it's out of the it. way, I but I'm it. also not like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's a washcloth. She's like, here you go, just cover, cover no it up. No funny business. It's but what I didn't it. realize was is she wanted me to sit on like this, like a lounger. Yeah. But it like wasn't set up right to like my height and everything, so mm-hmm. it didn't it didn't look like that's what I needed to be doing. And the machine was way over there, so instead I pulled my pants down, and was sitting <laughs> on the side <laughs> like this, holding my dick like fully engaged. Yeah, getting like tired. you were. I was like, "Will you please come in here? Like this is probably gonna take a while." Yeah. And she comes in and she's like, "What? What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> Hey, baby. She's like, honey, get up on the chair. I'm like, oh, well, you didn't fucking say that. Oh, my God. It was super awkward. Oh, man. But now yeah. it all went well. But then it ended up being good. Uh, she, like, as a ultrasound technician, they're not supposed to make any type of diagnosis, right? Yeah. Like, have any word. Like, that's the doctor's job to review. They just get the imaging, as you know. But they know. But they know because they've d- she's been doing it for 20 years. So mm-hmm. she's like, I'm not supposed to say this, like, HIPAA or whatever, but you, uh, like, you're not going to die. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. She was. So she, I ended up being okay. She's like, how much is it, What's your deadlift, Max? Because <laughs> that's looking like what happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're big guys. Yeah, you were huge at that point. Yeah, too. it was massive. <laughs> yeah, I was sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was pretty the funny. Dude. Chair didn't break. It was really funny. That's awesome, dude. Some streaming service needs to pick up Rocket Power. They need to go to Nickelodeon. Ooh. They need to go into Nickelodeon Studios and say, "Hey, we'll write you a check. Just give us all the seasons of Rocket Power. Whichever st- streaming service does it, you're gonna get a bunch of subscribers." It did. It, it. just fully went up mm-hmm. from the. It did that a se- like when you, when you wrote it. It did that a second ago. Just God, I just got a ball sack on my screen. That's it. <laughs> oh <my laughs> okay. Gosh. But yeah, dude, do you remember Rocket Power? Oh my God, dude! I'm so happy you're talking about it. Yeah, we're like I haven't seen. I have not watched an episode of Rocket Power besides like an excerpt on YouTube, in probably like ten years. Like an actual episode on TV. Yeah, I feel like I played the video game more recently than watched. Me too. Then watch the show. Yeah. Yeah, we need to someone need, we need to start a urinal partition to uh get that show back. <laughs> <laughs> Petition. Nice, dude. Uh <laughs> speaking of urinal stuff and yeah. ball sacks and mm-hmm. pharyngeal flants. Yeah. What is that seam called? I already forgot. I forgot. Here I got it. While you're looking that up, I want to, and speaking of urinals, or you got it already? Perennial rave. Perennial rave. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about a fucking album. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. Okay. 
Speaking of the nutsacks, we, we spoke about the urinal partitions, hence the callback. It was very funny, by the way. Um, shout out to Splash Hog Urinal Vertical Screens. So another urinal that I went to in the Nashville airport. Splash Hog <laughs> Urinal Vertical Screens. I'm not joking, dude. Splash Hog. So you know, like, uh, what are they called? Urinal cakes? Yeah. Like in urinals, and mm -hmm. it's kind of supposed to help the splash, but if you really got to pee, you're shooting straight hor like parallel yeah. to the ground. You're not shooting down, right? Yeah. Because you like, you got to pee really bad. You pretty much have an erection. Yeah. So, piss boner, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> this urinal cake was not only here and way bigger than all the other ones, yeah. it shot vertically to the top of the urinal. Okay. Yeah. Living in the future. That's, yeah, why has no one done that yeah. yet? Dude, Splash Hog. I thought you were about to... I don't know why I thought this. I thought it was going to be a vertical screen that was the back of the urinal, and it had, like, TV on it. Mm. That's what I was thinking you were about to say. I've seen some crazy TVs at urinals before. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, no, this was a full, like, splash guard. I got no droplets on my pants. Yeah, that should be the new standard. Yeah. It's great. Shout Shouts to them. We critique bathrooms anymore. We're just gonna have to come out with our own bathroom designing company or something. Yeah, we're gonna be a direct competitor to Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because he does all the bath. He does, he does the, the toilet, toilet stuff. Yeah. I forgot about all that. Huh. Yeah. Um, also, just PSA. I want to say to people that still smoke cigarettes, I used to, and I used to be a bad boy and a really cool guy. But you should put your cigarettes in the trash can because wherever you are throwing those on the ground, it makes the entire surrounding 100-yard radius look like trash. Yep. And I almost had to say something to someone the other day, but I'm too fucking nice. I'm too nice, Pooley. what they and do? And I never say anything. And then I regret it every time. What do you do? Just toss the, toss the lit guy Just right in front of my truck. Siggy butt right on the ground. Why do people still doing that? Why do people do like why? Do it they, wasn't an American spirit. Why do they think that they just go away? Yeah, and they'll like throw away their McDonald's wrappers, but like, oh, a cigarette butt isn't trash. Yeah, if same I, thing. I agree. Smaller. If I'm like, I could be in a multi-million-dollar neighborhood, and if I'm walking down the street and I see like a spent cigarette butt just on the side of the road. I'm always, even just one. It's just kind of Bad like, taste in your mouth of the area, right? Yeah, you're just like, oh, uh, like, what? Like, oh, the people here don't care about what anything. Do, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, it's frustrating. Even if it's just one. But some places, yeah. they're all If they're all over the place, it's like, jeez. Like, what geez. happened here? Sheesh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something else was happening besides cigarette smoking. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Too many. Yeah. And they're all about the same age. <laughs> You guys tell us what you think about this. So I'm sure you guys have watched other podcasts. Y'all have watched Joe Rogan. <coughs> You've watched some of the Kill Tony stuff, I'm sure. All that fun stuff. And we do something different. We use the wireless mics. And we have one SM7B. Jason, if you want to hold that. Yep. And um, it does feel good. We didn't want to buy another. It does feel really good. We didn't want to buy another one. 
So what we're thinking about doing <laughs> is the SM7Bs come with a, a big cover like this. So maybe we just take a regular mic here <laughs> and then paint a toilet paper wrapper black. Identical. What do you guys think about that? I think 20 bucks, they forget that that's not real in two mm -hmm. episodes. Look. Twice a week podcast here coming at you from our totally legit SM7B. Yeah. Yeah. Looking good. Looking good. The only thing is figuring out the chords. But we have some special episodes in mind. Uh... Just did some cool upgrades to the backyard of the studio. Oh, yeah, outside. And we're potentially thinking about doing a couple outside uh, episodes, which we need a very close proximity mic with a big, fluffy mic head on it. Mm -hmm. I know a lot <laughs> of the times, too, I, it's probably happened a couple times in our some of our episodes, but with these wireless mics, if they get too close or, like, if they're in a certain proximity, they'll do, like, a weird, like, like electronic sound thing. Yeah. Yeah, so it has happened a couple times. Wouldn't do that. But we're going to have uh we're, we're going to start bringing on guests here pretty soon. I don't know who we're going to get on first, but we talked about this we talked about this last episode. If you guys have yeah. any like really cool suggestions. Yeah, please send them our way and Yeah, cuz we got the couch space, baby. We can have you, we can have two three guests. Yeah, dude. Most people that do a double header podcast are in chairs. Yeah. So I don't know what that says about us, but we are on couches. Couches. And they're fake leather. They are. They fold down into futons. You know what's funny? No, you go ahead. <laughs> 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 Definitely you. <laughs> okay. I want to explain the reason that we're doing this podcast. And the reason that we... I don't think that either of us like want to be famous, but I think that we want to be heard. Yeah. And I think that's a big reason, uh, besides just the absolute joy of making music like being able to have a platform whether if it's something like like we sit on here we sit in the living room and we're like i need to i want to fucking say something right now it's cool to have like a bunch of people hear that and maybe have like a positive effect on someone's day mm -hmm. or week or month or fucking year you absolutely know? or completely change your life so I, we're doing this at least a huge reason why i'm so happy that we're doing this is to be like a just like a driving force of rationality. Yeah. And just, it's okay to have these conversations. It's okay to be fucking stupid. And it's okay to say things that are edgy. And it's now more than ever, a lot of people, like, have not forgotten, but they, they're not, like, face-to-face -face conversations have become a taboo over the past year and a half or so. Right, you know? yeah, absolutely. And so I guess people watching how two people interact, like, naturally, like how we usually do. Right. Is very beneficial, I think. <coughs> yeah, just just that. Even if it's not a pressing matter or we're not like giving advice on something, mm -hmm. just us doing this. Yeah. Because I know I love seeing it. It's mm -hmm. my favorite fucking thing ever. It's like, oh my god, there's normal people out here still that live and breathe 
Yeah. And don't just attack people for the sake of attacking people because there's no repercussion whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're both very good at, like, it's completely okay and it's a good skill to have to be able to, like, entertain a thought without accepting it. Like, you can entertain things, like, different beliefs. You can entertain different ways of thinking without accepting it because it's fun. You, like, you, like, pick up these new conversations and new ways of thinking and you just see where it goes. It doesn't mean that's, like, something that you believe in. Like, even if it's something ridiculous, it's fun to talk about just crazy stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. And then maybe that goes in with the last episode, how you were saying, like, what you're trying to convey isn't always what comes out in the finished product. Convey. That's such a better word. <laughs> um, was I not saying that? I was saying portray. Portray. Yeah, true. It's not false, right? Yeah, same thing. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, like what you're trying that to was con- sexier. Sorry, <laughs> what you're trying to convey in your music is a certain thing, and I guess having this kind of platform to talk to people so they know like what we're thinking when we're making our music and like why we're trying to do it is a very good way for us to correct those um, misconceptions about what what you're hearing and what we were actually trying to say. Exactly right. You know, I think that's amazing. I think every musician and every band should do some kind of something like this. And that's kind of the bet. Like, let's talk, like, like Drake or The Weeknd. Mm-hmm. They do almost no interviews. Mm-mm. What Our perception of them is their music. Yeah. Even if they don't mean what they're saying, even if Drake has never done anything gangster-related, yeah. like, a lot of people probably think he's fully thug, you know? Because no. he doesn't, like, but then the few times you hear him talk, you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, like, well, it's like I love getting to know the people that I listen to and getting a better understanding. Like Lil Tecca talking about the the song that blew him up. Yeah, he's like talking about two Glocks, whatever, driving in the coupe. He's like, I've never shot a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't drive yet. Well, it's you're, <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's, like, yeah, like, it's really fan, funny. That's fantastic, mm-hmm. dude. And that's it's, just it's fucking art, right? Like you're just mm-hmm. it's what you think fits best in the moment. You maybe you're feeling cool right then, even though. Like I'll talk about having money. I don't have a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, here's a per- here's a perfect example of. So, like, what they're doing is they're they're creating an image and then they're selling that image, which is completely fine. That's how it works, and it's kind of interesting to me. I think that's completely okay because there's an artist called Mark Maggiore. I don't know if you ever heard of him. So he's uh, a he's a French so. painter, and he paints the look him up on Instagram. Mark Maggiore. It's his last name is M A. Wait, is that the Fish Tower dude? No, 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 no. Okay. This, this guy's French. Um, but, dude, he paints the most beautiful, amazing, like, uh, American West, like, paintings you've ever seen. So, like, cowboys riding through, like, big sky. And he paints these clouds that are just beautiful. But he's French. He's from France. He's, he, he's not from the American West. It's a completely different right. time period that he's painting. But he does it perfectly and so well. And he's so well trained. And I think that's kind of, like where, like, all these really big stars fall into place, like Drake, when you got, I don't know, just all, all the big stars. Like, if they're able to portray this idea just in such a beautiful, like, good way, even if they're not from that area, it's like, okay, it's like, is that a bad thing, necessarily? Because Mark right. Maggiore is one of my, he's one of my favorite artists of all time. Just his paintings are beautiful, but he's, a fr- he's from France. So it's like, right. it's kind of like saying, the same thing. Not saying that I do this, but sometimes it's portrayed by the person who's, a fake better than the person who lived it. Yeah, because it's an out, it's right. a third person perspective. Right. And yeah. they're like, well, this is what I know. This is what you think you were like it was like, but this is what the rest of the world thinks it was like. Right. You know, this is how pop culture views it. 
Yeah, and he's yeah, I like that. I like how that's a thing and is accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but whatever sounds good, dude. But <laughs> but then on the other hand, it's always good. Like, like I'm sure there's beliefs that big pop stars have. Like, I'm sure there's things that they think that they would never say on like on an interview, which is fine. But I think with smaller groups like us, or like if you're trying to, you know progress your music career it's good to be very open about who you are in the beginning so then for the rest of you know the rest of the time that you're making music or the rest of the time that you're doing your thing people kind of know who you are and you're very you if you're genuine in the beginning it's easier on you in the long run because then you don't have to put up right you don't have to pretend or anything have one pocket that we're in let's say we have three pockets have one of those pockets be the true authentic us yeah so that that's always known mm-hmm. with everything else going on too. Yeah, and so it's kind of like what we were talking about last episode. Like, uh, like if we make a song, let's just say this probably won't happen, but we just get the urge to make like a like a really heavy rock song or something, or like a really heavy metal song, and we make it, and it actually turns out to be really good, which it probably wouldn't because I don't know anything about heavy metal. <laughs> um, <laughs> And everyone responded to it really well, like, yeah, make more of this. We would probably go out of our way to make a, a little more of that, even though we n- I didn't grow up really listening to heavy metal. I don't think you did either. No. If people liked it, I would be fine with, like, coming out with, like, a couple more just because that's what people yeah. like. And so same thing with, like, what I was talking about with Mark Maggiore. <coughs> He's from France. He didn't grow up in the American West, like, during the cowboy days, but he has such a good image of it in his mind that actually resonates with a lot of Americans better than American Western painters. So it's like right, right. Yeah, it's like which one is which one's better? You know, there's no answer. None, neither is better. It's there everything. You know, right. And I feel like some of the shit that Drake raps about is so trap. Yeah, and he's so not mm-hmm. right, and never was, and he's the best. Yeah, <laughs> in the trap. I mm-hmm. mean, in my opinion. One more point too, I want to bring up is what we were just talking about with like people. Like with Drake not being trap, but rapping about trap stuff. With Mark Maggiore being French and painting American Western paintings. When that, <coughs> when that is the case, I feel like a lot of the the product portrays the positive of the situation, and it leaves out the negative because the person who is making the art never experienced the negative. They've only been exposed to the positive aspects of that certain thing. So like with Drake, he doesn't, I mean, some of his songs do, but most of the time he's rap, he, he's singing about like the positives of that culture and like all that stuff and how like you get all this money and you got all the cars and stuff and all that. And it like glamorizes it, but there's no negative. And so it's more easy to, for people to accept and listen to because it's all the positive. Same thing with those Western paintings. It's all of the like positive, like it's a beautiful landscape. They're riding the horses and stuff, but then they leave out like he's not painting hurricanes. Yeah, like or like yeah, random thunderstorms coming through and flooding their campsite. As right, as right, cowboys, and now right. they have to like pack up everything and they're freezing cold. Right, because someone who, <laughs> someone who would who experienced that, if they painted the paintings, they would paint stuff like that, and maybe the, the audience doesn't want that. They yeah, want like the glorified what version the fuck? of it. This, mm-hmm. I don't want this hanging in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, because people are dying. Yeah, <laughs> they're freezing cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pretty. It's raining. Yeah, yeah. So maybe yeah, that's another that. reason too. That For sure. That 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 style, you know, or if if an outside source does the artwork, right? It's usually more accepted by the masses because it has a positive light on it. Or, I don't know. 
And with music, it can be like you could so and a lot of people I feel like listen to music this way. They don't even listen to the lyrics. It's what what chords that beat is hitting, and that's jolting the mood that you're feeling, right? Mm-hmm. So, so what if you're rapping about killing people or whatever? Yeah, if it's a, a beautiful classic pop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like um, Andre three thousand or like a lot of his music, like Bombs Over Baghdad. Like that right. song is such an upbeat, like like oh, this is a cool song, but he's he's rapping about just like the worst <laughs> yeah. stuff, yeah. like super depressing. Yeah, it's funny. Which I like those songs. Oh yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Mind fuck yeah a bit. Oh yeah, man. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching our podcast. Uh, we love you guys. We're always open to suggestions on things. I think we messaged or mentioned in the last episode. Um, if you have segment suggestions or guest suggestions, we are open. If they are good, 99% sure we're probably going to do them. Uh, just a heads up. I'm going to be editing this episode, so it's probably not going to be that cool (laughs) (laughs) visual wise. Heck yeah. But, uh, uh, love you, bro. Love talking to you always. Love you. Great episode. Uh, we are twice a week and... (laughs) (laughs) 